Schneck Medical Center, leading transformation and advancing health. This is Schneck Radio. Here's Bill Klaproth. America is a nation in pain. Pain affects more Americans than diabetes, heart disease, and cancer combined. According to the NIH, nearly 50 million American adults have significant chronic pain or severe pain, which impacts their overall enjoyment of life. And here to talk with us about the Schneck Pain Center is Dr. Aaron Compton, a board-certified anesthesiologist at Schneck Medical Center. Dr. Compton, thanks for your time today. So first off, how do you define chronic pain? Well, the uh, guidelines uh, vary, but in, typically we start to consider a pain to be chronic in nature once you're past about three months. Uh, about three months, you know, we expect most pains to start to uh, resolve. Should it be, you know, after a, you know a short injury, a, um, a surgery, that type of thing, and then when the pain becomes beyond three months, we typically start to consider that in the, in the chronic category. So basically a length of time, if you have this over a three-month period, that gets categorized as chronic pain. And what are the most commonly reported pain conditions? So uh, in an you know, industrialized nation, as you know, the United States, we, we typically see musculoskeletal uh, joints, uh, spine issues, things of that nature. So I see um, a large percentage of patients that have you know, chronic uh, low back pain, hip pain, uh, patients that have knee pain, shoulder pain, neck pain, things of that nature, and then also, you know, in the muscles themselves, independent perhaps of, you know, the joints. Uh, that's that's pretty common, uh, most common things I would definitely uh, say that I see. So at Schneck Medical Center, how do you go about identifying the underlying cause of pain, and then how do you address it? So uh, when I see a patient for the very first time, um, you know, I do a very extensive evaluation, and just like uh, any physician in, in medicine, it's kind of a three-pronged approach. You know, the first thing is to definitely listen to the patient's history, uh, really take in, you know, what their pain is like for them on a daily basis, because nobody can, you know, explain it better than uh, the patient themselves. They're the one that has lived with this and, you know, deal with it every day. You know, the second thing is to do a really good examination, um, and in the world of you know, pain medicine, there are certain, you know, examination things that may be unique um, than, you know, versus other specialties. Uh, and then the third thing is to take into account if there are any particular studies, such as an X-ray, MRI, CAT scan, you know, uh, serum, you know, blood la levels uh, from the lab, things of that nature. And because sometimes you may see something on an X-ray, for example, that may look like, hey, that, that could that's definitely our problem there. But in fact, that may not be the case. Like I said, the history and the examination are just as critical to understanding, you know, what the cause of that is. So by looking at all three of these things, you can typically start to narrow down a pretty good idea of what, what's going on. Um, and then from there, uh, we start to, um, you know, go into approaching the treatment of the pain. Um, now, were you wanting me to go into that as well, you said? I'm sorry. Yeah, I would like so now that we yeah now that we know what you look for when you're diagnosing it, then talk to us about the treatment options. Obviously, there's medication, there's physical therapy, sure, sure. of course, but but just kind of give us the overview of the treatment plan then. Okay, um, so I uh, have you know go about what in our practice here at the office we go uh, approaching pain in what is called a multimodal approach. Now, a multimodal approach essentially means that you know we look at all the different available tools and strategies and options of you know what could be used for this particular patient. Now, in some patients, some of these tools 
may be more uh, effective than another patient. But in general, by um, you know spreading out the different options, it overall I think hits the pain uh, from different angles, if you will, to ultimately give them the best you know, long-term outcome. You know, so the first thing I always look at is very critical for any patient are the lifestyle things, and um, these are the things that the patient needs to be working on on a daily basis. Uh, you know, things, for example, someone with back pain, uh, it's really critical that we work on an exercise program, a stretching program, work on keeping the weight into a healthy range, um, avoiding, you know, bad things like, you know, good healthy diet. We need to work on that, minimize, you know, get away from cigarettes, things like that. So that's that's one key thing. And, you know, some patients have a better understanding and grasp of that than others. So it's, you know, first visit, I'm really coaching patients on, look, you know, we need to work on this, that, and, you know, things on your own at home. Now, the next thing I look at are um, additional, you know, if the patient, I don't feel, you know, can learn to do certain stretches and exercises on their own, uh, we'll get the assistance of, you know, physical therapy, uh, which they can do things like, you know, not only uh, traditional physical therapy, but also like aquatic therapy. We'll refer patients out for that. Uh, and so they, you know, help guide the patient into doing these stretches and exercises and, you know, kind of give, a, give them a kickstart, if you will, on the appropriate things to be doing. Um, the next thing is that I do offer patients uh, numerous different procedural options. Um, most of them are fairly minimally invasive. Uh, some, you know, general things to consider in that regard would be things like uh, joint injections, you know, epidural injections. I do a procedure called rhizotomy, which is a essentially like a minimally invasive way to burn nerves in the body, depending on you know if it's appropriate or not, of course, for the patient. And then some other procedures that we do that are, are a little more invasive are things such as a what's called a spinal cord stimulator system, which is a small wire similar to like a pacemaker a technology is placed into the spine, and when that is turned on, the patient uh, achieves pain relief. There's also what are called uh, intrathecal or pain pumps, uh, which is a small tube that's placed in the spine that drips the pain medication uh, so the patient wouldn't, for example, have to take a, a, a pain pill uh, orally. Uh, and then there are other uh, procedures such as uh, kyphoplasty. Uh, a patient uh, develops a fracture of their back. This is a minimally invasive procedure that can uh, fix that very quickly. And then the final thing uh, are medication options. Um, and with medications, you know, the real goal is to try to minimize or even, you know, avoid if we can any type of opiate, narcotic, you know, pain pill. Uh, you know, traditionally, you know, just to make sure we know what we're talking about here, like Lortab, hydrocodone, oxycodone, Percocet, that, that family of medicines. These are really poor, uh, to be, you know, strategies in terms of chronic pain. You have a car wreck, you have surgery, sure, they're really good for those kind of situations. But in terms of chronic use, they're really not that effective because the human body over time essentially gets tolerant to them. So um, we, we, again, really try to minimize those type of medicines. And so there are a lot of other non-narcotic medication options. It really depends on the patient's situation. And we'll explore, you know, what, if any, of those may be a, a good solution. So, again, ultimately, multimodal approach, look at all these different tools, strategies, options, put those pieces together, uh, what we think will work best for the individual patient. Well, that multimodal approach Sounds like it's right on. Because you're right, the prevalence of this chronic pain that I talked about in the beginning 
really is at the root of the ongoing epidemic of prescription painkiller abuse. And the four steps that you talked about really is the way out of that mess. Lifestyle changes, uh, physical therapy, uh, traditional and aquatic, then procedural options, and then medication options. So that makes uh, a lot of sense. Now, right. when a cure is not possible, can you talk about ongoing pain management? Yeah, so that's essentially like what I'm getting at here. So going back to what you had originally asked, if at my first evaluation or during the evolution of our evaluation and treatment, uh, you know, what their response is, a patient's response is to these treatments, uh, if at any time during that, if, you know, if I do feel, you know, a surgical referral is, is a reasonable option, uh, not everybody is. So if you have back pain, for example, oftentimes it's chronic. It may have been there for several years and really not someone that I feel, you know, if I sent them to a spine surgeon that they would really be able to offer a solution to cure that. But if we do, I'm just backtracking here, if we do see something like that, that could be, a, you know, possible that they could get a surgery, we'll definitely send them uh, to a surgeon to, you know, potentially fix the problem. But ultimately, the majority of the patients that, uh, you know, we are seeing here at the pain center are those patients that it's more of a chronic um, situation, and, and there's no immediate fix or cure, if you will. So of all these strategies, you know, that I had mentioned, the lifestyle strategies are the ones that the patient has the most control over, of course. And it's kind of uh, something that takes time in a lot of, situ- in a lot of patients to, you know, kind of get into that, that, uh, that mode, you know, change their lifestyle. But very often when that, you know, takes uh, they take that step and start moving forward. They, they, they're doing their stretches, their exercises daily. They're getting the weight down. They're getting out the cigarettes. The other things that we've used along the way, such as injections, procedures, maybe some medicines, maybe physical therapy to help them with that, that those have helped like as a means to an end to allow them to do those lifestyle strategies more comfortably. And then as they've done those, the pain will get less and less, and then we start to back away from the need to take medicine and need to, you know, have any injections or procedures. And at that point, they're basically, hey, I'm, I'm doing great on my own. I don't really need to see you anymore, Dr. Compton, and I'll just leave the door open. You call me when, when you need to see me type of situation. So you're working on getting people as close to normal as possible and as right. pra- and as pain-free as possible. Well, Dr. Compton, thanks for your time today. If you could wrap it up for us, why should someone choose Schneck Medical for their pain management needs? I think we provide uh, a very extensive uh, coverage of, uh, you know, evaluations for multiple different types of pain. And I think we provide uh, a very uh, comprehensive and also caring approach. I think we, we always allow plenty of times that the patients feel that, you know, we're really addressing uh, their needs uh, and we'll, we do everything in our power to get them to the goal of having a more comfortable uh, life and ability to manage their pain on their own. Um, and we do that in a way um, that they have control of the, you know, the, the, the management of their pain ultimately in the end. And by also we minimize, you know, the need to take, you know, medications such as the uh, opiate medications. I think we do a really good job at uh, achieving that goal for our patients. Well, Dr. Compton, thank you again for your time. We really appreciate it. And for more information, you can visit schneckmed.org. That's schneckmed.org. This is Schneck Radio. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.